your business stuck? Tired of leaving money on the table? Are you ready to take it to the next level? Join us as we dive deep into the small business secrets successful entrepreneurs are implementing to see massive results. This is the Business Growth Hacks Podcast, presented by Beefy Marketing. Here's your host, Andrew Brockenbush. one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream. John, today is MLK Day, and there's no way that we could let day like today go by without giving a big, huge shout out to the man himself. Absolutely. So we had to kick it off with that quote. It's one of my favorites. So, man, this guy has a legacy. We talked about legacy a couple weeks ago with one of our other clients. Yeah. I think the living, you know, like the definition of legacy is this guy, you know, just the the profound impact he made. I mean, on the world. How many years later is it now? And we're still quoting that speech. Yeah. And it's still just as powerful today as it was, I'm sure, then. And, you know, I've never really listened to the delivery on it until today, like, you know, really intently listened to how he was delivering it. I noticed that he would say, you know, the thing that he was dreaming of, and then I have a dream, like yeah. re-emphasizing that. And I, just how powerful that speech is. And, yeah. you know, there's way more speeches that this dude gave that are awesome. And I, as I was pulling quotes for this episode, it was like, I was sitting here floored, like, Oh my goodness! That, yeah, how how do you we say, pick? Like, this guy is a incredible. Like, should we just skip the hack for the day and just go straight into yeah, okay all, all day? Yeah, exactly. So, well, we did we did kind of do that. We're gonna skip the stats and share some of our favorite quotes. All right, I'm gonna let you kick it off because I, I think that that first one's pretty good. All right, faith is taking the first step, even when you can't see the whole staircase. That one gets me, man. Me too, man. Because and all the things that we're doing, even business-wise and in life, when you step out there and put yourself out there, you can never see what it's going to be. When, when I moved in with you in Tomball, in the Faith Recording Studio. The Faith Recording Studio, yeah. Something like this we had in mind as well, you know? And, yeah. and to see that and everything we went through in life to come back together and come here at Beefy and do what we're doing here is just... You never see the whole staircase. That's right. And that, that part is just so cool because I feel like that, that quote from him just covers such a broad realm of things. Oh, my goodness. You know, I, obviously, as a business person, I think about it in context of business. Yeah. But it, it means so much. Like, you, you know, faith is the evidence of things, you know, huh? seen, right? Yeah. Um, faith is being sure of things that you don't have evidence for. That's right. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I've got another one here. If you can't fly, run. Oh, yeah. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Man. That one ties into another (laughs) podcast that we do real heavily. I know. And, you know, this one actually, man, I had a conversation with, um, I'm going to just say a family member last night. Okay. Who is going through life. Yeah. Some tough stuff's come up. It happens. Um, and I feel like they're kind of letting their their kind of um circumstances get in the way of their goals and their dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, I can't do this because of that, and I can't do this because of this thing. And what if that and it's like this quote so perfectly it, sums that up. Right. Because no matter what the circumstance is, if you can't, then yeah. blank, you know, fill in those blanks. If you can't uh, update your SEO, then focus on your social media, yeah. or then hire someone to do that. You know? Yeah, and as it pertains to life, like just because you come across that roadblock doesn't mean you. Maybe the means of transfer, you know, transportation changes, yeah. or, or or maybe you have to go a little slower sometimes. Maybe you have to go a little faster sometimes. Maybe you have to take a detour. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you're not supposed to stop. You know, yeah. keep keep going. moving. Mm-hmm. Share that last one, mother dear. One day, I'm going to turn this world upside down. I would say that that is, was he accomplished. 
yeah, I think the fact that we're sitting here talking about him shows that he got definitely headed that direction. That's right. I think we we talked earlier and we said that you know there's clearly a lot of progress to be made yet. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and some that I can't even with confidence speak to. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I I don't fully understand. No, and I want to be respectful of that. Exactly. But I I would I, I like the fact that you said you know like at the time. When mm-hmm. he was out there, you know, marching, when he was talking, yeah. whenever he was, you know, in D.C., mm-hmm. there were people that were trying to kill him. Absolutely. There were people that hated him. There were people that did not want him to upset what their status quo was. That's right. And we're a yeah. couple country boys from mm-hmm. Waller, Texas, doing a podcast about marketing, mm-hmm. and we have no problem talking about the importance. Not at all. In fact, I, I feel like we had to today. I agree. Since our podcast came out today and it's his day, man, we had to at least give him a shout out. Absolutely, man. And I think it goes, honestly, like just his way of life, his mission, his values align with today's topic. Uh-huh. All right. The topic today, we're talking about money. We're talking about fundraising. We're talking about dreams, um, dreams right? Uh, you've dreamed, you've planned, you've pulled the trigger, you've decided to launch, you finally, you finally taking the risks, taking the next steps. You're ready to start your own business. You listened to our other episode already about why not to start a business, okay? And now you're doing it. But the fun part, <laughs> let's call it the fun part. The fun part. Is now. Yep. Raising money. Mm-hmm. Getting the funds to, to do whatever it takes. Asking for that cheddar. We the put cheddar. Asking for that cheddar. So if money's cheddar, would Bitcoin be Velveeta? I'd say. All right. I'll take a lot of Velveeta, please. Yeah, let's, let's do it all. <laughs> you know, many people have gotten to this point in their journey, right? They, they've finally taken that risk. Or yeah. They finally, you know, made the, like the person I was talking to my family, they're finally decided that this is something that they want to do. Yeah. And at this point, so many people give up on that idea, mostly due to the lack of money. Yeah. And that, honestly, I'd say that that applies both in business and in just regular life. Well, yeah, even hobbies. Yeah. Because if something gets too expensive for me, I may not continue doing that, at least not in that capacity. Yeah, for sure. I mean, think about college for a second. Oh, you know, that's a good one. I'm so passionate about this thing. I want to go to college for it, but I I don't have the money to do it, so I'm not going to do it. You're right. And you sacrifice your entire vision. You sacrifice your dreams. Right. The difference between the average guy and Martin Luther King Mm -hmm. was the fact that he pursued despite his circumstances. Oh, and he had great opposition against Absolutely. There was a ton of times when uh, nobody would have been upset if he would have bowed out. Yeah. If he said like, hey, I'm sorry, guys, but things are getting a little sketchy. And the part of the fight that is popularized for us, you know, that the general public knows about, that was not the beginning of that fight for that man. That's right. There were years and years and years in the trenches well before we ever even heard his name. Anyone had ever heard his name. That's right. Which I think, again, that like so closely leads to what we're talking about. It's, yeah, I think it's kind of perfect to kind of use him as an uh, example. Yeah, it just yeah. goes to show like you can accomplish great things despite you know, your circumstances, despite yeah. opposition, despite what you have or do not have in your pocket as in terms of resources. So many people that are, you know, from oppression or from from a low wealth, you know, class status have achieved great things. Mm-hmm. You know, by no means do I want to compare myself to, you know, compare myself to him. No, but I will say, from a from a financial perspective, dude, I grew up with nothing money wise. You yeah. know that about me. You know mm-hmm. a lot about my story. And with that, look at us now. We've yeah. got this sweet office. We've got great clients. We've got great relationships. We've got cool equipment. You know. I could have never envisioned or dreamed this when I was a kid. No, me either. It felt out of reach. Right. It always seemed like something that was really cool to think about. would be really cool if it ever happened, but it was kind of just that, a dream. Yeah. And then, you know, we can argue all long, all day long about, you know, dream versus goal. Yep. And I think what turns that from dream to goal is taking that step onto the staircase, even if you can't see the whole staircase, you know what's at the top of it. That's right. And mm-hmm. you know what you're working towards. Right. Right. Um, 
you know, in today's market, you know, because again, today we're really talking about, okay, you've taken the next step, you're ready to do your business, but how are you going to get the money together to make that a reality? Today, there's a ton of tools, all right? There's creative and engaging ways to draw money, to get investors, to grow your audience along the way. And we're going to share with you some of our favorite ways that might just help you get your creative juices flowing to raise money for your business idea. John, ready to kick this thing off, man? Yeah, and what better way to kick it off than with Kickstarter? <laughs> of course. Yeah, so I think most people know about Kickstarter. Have you ever funded a? Have you ever contributed to a Kickstarter campaign yourself, John? I have contributed uh, to a Kickstarter campaign. There was a a video thing that someone was trying to make. It was a. I don't know if they ever ended up making it either. It was some kind of ND filter thing that they were trying to market. Oh, yeah. Yeah, variable ND filter. I think That's they actually was made it. Peter it. McKinnon's? It might have been. He might have. I don't know if he did or not, but I feel like he might have. I don't know. I know that that was one of the things that I looked into. It was definitely a, an ND filter. Yeah, man. Kickstarter's, Kickstarter's pretty cool, man, just in yeah. general. like the, the amount of projects that they've helped fund is... It's insane. I'm trying to look right now. Within the last... Okay, this is what it says. Okay. It says within the last day... Okay. 27 projects funded, $1.3 million towards creative work, and 11,000 backings. This is in the last 24 hours. Last 24, 24 hours. Okay. That's, so, <laughs> that's good enough. We don't have to go further. I don't know to go to know that, that they're doing fine over there. Yeah. So if, you, if you've never heard of crowdfunding, crowdfunding is what Kickstarter is. Crowdfunding is right. the practice of funding a project or venture by raising small amounts of money from a large number of people. Right. Right. So for example, me and John set out to create a documentary about the best barbecue in Texas. All right. Let's okay. do it. Well, the first thing, it goes back to that podcast we did about why or why you should not start a business, right? right. Is this documentary that you and I have talked about, yeah. are people going to watch it? Is there interest? Right. You know, is there enough people who, who believe in either us as right. individuals or the mission, or the overall idea. Or just love barbecue. Or just love barbecue enough that they'd be willing to contribute mm -hmm. to helping that become a reality, right? And so yeah. that's, what, that's what crowdfunding is. It's a bunch of people out in the world, maybe people you know that are within your circle of influence, and hopefully beyond your circle of influence, people who go, that's a great idea. I'm, mm -hmm. willing, to, <clears throat> I'm willing to back that. And so kind of how kick, you know, Kickstarter works is you say, we're going to do this documentary, right? Right. And you can have one level of, you essentially set tiers of how much money you want to raise, you know, total, and then how much you're going to raise from individual levels of tiers of what they get in return. I got so, you. So you give a gift. Back. That's right. Reciprocity, yeah. right? So maybe we have a hundred, the first hundred people mm -hmm. for the price of, let's call it a big amount, a thousand dollars, right? Because that's right. a big, that'll help accomplish a lot of chipping away at the cost of a documentary. Yeah, for sure. They're going to get you know, an autographed copy of the poster and they're going to get uh, flown out to be a part of a VIP screening experience and hang, hang out with the actors, hang out, get a fully catered barbecue from, you know, three of the top barbecue places that we went and visited. Yeah. That kind of thing. Right. And then you're going to have the lower tiers. Like, Hey, if you only contribute $1, you're going to get like giant high fives from us for helping us achieve our dreams. But you get something, but you get something <laughs> yeah. right. And we're going to list your name in the credits on the final video project. Right. right. Yeah. You get you know? some sort of ownership some, in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For $50, you're going to get, you know, a, a, a map of all of the best barbecue places in Texas uh, with a discount code at every single one. Whatever. Right. Does, so does that thing really exist? This does not exist, which oh, is why right. we're about to start a barbecue That's why we're going to go on the Kickstarter, Kickstarter today right. <laughs> and get this going. So that's how Kickstarter works, whatever it may be, whether it's uh, they, what's cool about Kickstarter is it really did start a lot in the creative space. People that wanted to produce a documentary or who wanted to um, create a art gallery, whatever it may be, a lot of it started in the creative world, which is great for people like you and I. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's expanded way beyond that. Right, because I remember it would be bands was the first thing that I ever saw. That's trying right. to raise money for an album. A new record. or yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, they'd give away the early release if for so much money or you know you got the signed copy and the poster and the shirt and all that yeah that's right mm -hmm. and now some of the biggest products that are really out in the world were like brainchilds or started in kickstarter right because right? people who have great ideas quit due to lack of funding so don't let your great idea die due to lack of money money is just it's something we made up anyway we can that's figure right it out. exactly yeah. 
So I think Kickstarter is a great one to kind of kick the conversation off with, obviously, because of just all the things that it can really do. Yeah. And honestly, it goes back to the fact that people are investing in you. That Sometimes they call that peer-to-peer funding, right? Yeah. It's, we're raising money through people around us. Um, the great thing about Kickstarter, too, is you'll be able to see pretty much as you go where you're at in the process of raising your funds. So you can make little micro adjustments and say, okay, I'm going to, maybe we can't do this part of this idea because it's just out of reach. Right. And it kind of allows you to kind of adapt your business plan to be successful. Um, I think that's another thing. That's very smart right there. Yeah. You got to adjust to be successful because whatever you started as your plan, I guarantee you, as you got in the trench and started working on it, it changed. Yeah. I think, (laughs) I love that because- Mm -hmm. You know, so many times we have like this big, big vision of what something could be, but sometimes you great. have to start with, they call it an MVP in the, in the web design world, minimal, uh-huh. minimal, viable, minimal, viable product. That's what it says. There we are. And basically saying like, Hey, this right here is enough that most people would buy it and support it. Yeah. And we can grow on top of that. Once mm-hmm. we've gotten the money to pay for this and we've made revenue from that, then we can continue to reinvest. Exactly. So don't, again, don't let yourself get in your own way. Don't let the fact yeah. that you don't have the $1,000 to do it. Like, I hate when I hear people say, well, I don't have the money to do that. And it's yeah. like, dude, there's a thousand ways to make money. And I'm telling you them right now. So if you come right. to me and say that, I'm going to tell you to go listen to this episode of the podcast. There you go. Okay. Uh, now, Kickstarter isn't some silver bullet that's going to magically meet all your marketing no. and launch needs. And it is really cool because even in sharing the Kickstarter campaign, you're creating awareness for your brand and product or whatever. That's the case exactly may be. right. Because, like you said, let, let's just say that my goal for this project is for this documentary is $100,000. Right. And let's say that we miss the goal. And here's another thing that's important to know about products like Kickstarter. Yeah. You can actually set up Kickstarter one of two ways, I believe, it, at least. From in the past, this is how it was. Yeah, it's been a while since I used it. It's been a minute. But basically, you could set it up so that the only way that the project is funded is to reach the entire goal, right? Saying if if we don't get $100,000 in backers, you get zero. You get zero, Mm -hmm. right? And And the reason why that's important is because Kickstarter wanted to make sure that just, you know, let's just say that you needed $100,000 to do this project, but then only $30,000 came through. But if it's going to take $100,000 and you got only $30,000, all those people are out there money and they might have to be waiting years before they actually see what they paid for because you didn't have enough money to do it in the first place. Exactly. Right? Now, I know there are other products out there that will let you still get funding regardless. It just might be, there might be some kind of stipulations to that. Um, but like you said, let's say that we didn't hit our goal for that documentary and we didn't get funding. We still got a ton of brand awareness, which means maybe we have to get our funding somewhere else. But if we do get it and we go launch that project, we've built ourselves kind of a list, a database of people that we can then go, hey, remember that thing you wanted to be a part of? We actually did it. Go check it out. Right. So you've kind of built yourself an audience, which is really cool. Yeah. It's very cool that you can build yourself an audience like that. And people take ownership in that kind of thing too, though, when they're on the ground level of something like I can't tell you how many old timers I've heard. Oh, I remember when the Astrodome went up or something yeah, like exactly. that. Like <laughs> yeah. I was there before that was a thing. I you know? laid the first brick. <laughs> exactly. It, it's the thing. Like people love to be in that story. They're part of your story. They want to be a part of something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another great platform that's obviously very similar to uh, Kickstarter yeah. is Patreon. I'd say the big difference between Patreon and Kickstarter is Patreon really is really community driven. Yeah, I say Patreon is kind of Kickstarter is like one and done. Yeah, and Patreon is more that Ongoing. today's sales model. You know that return. That's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, great point. I would have even I probably would have forgot to bring that up. Mm-hmm. You're right. At Kickstarter, you might have a goal of fifty to hundred thousand or whatever the value may be. Yeah, and once you reach that goal and deliver whatever you were supposed to deliver, that's kind of it. Whereas Patreon is like, hey, I am really passionate about doing. Let's yeah. say, okay, great case in point. Here we go. Let's say that this podcast right here, right now, zero monetization. Right. We don't try to sell ads in this podcast right now because we do this show for us. Yeah. Right? We would love it if we'd have a, you know, a, a brand partner, a supporter that wants mm-hmm. to be a part of our values to share growth hacks with other business owners. Right. But right now there's no monetization. So that yeah. being said, we could start a Patreon account. Exactly. And all of our listeners could actually give, I don't know, let's call it, Five bucks a month, right? Ten yeah. bucks a month. Well, if you have a hundred people giving ten bucks a month, I mean, that's a thousand bucks a month. I think. <laughs> I think ten times a hundred. Let's see, one hundred times ten is a yes. thousand. I was right. Okay, yeah. good. 
This should have been easy math. These are this is zero math. All zeros, man. You just uh, yeah, them over, <laughs> exactly. So a thousand bucks a month. I mean, that's helpful. Yeah. You know, no, it doesn't pay for us to you know I live, mean, but it definitely helps us cover production yeah, costs. It's not a million dollars or right. a billion dollars, but a thousand bucks is a significant amount of money. Well, I mean, imagine if you were a, a starving artist, right, and you were really um, passionate about putting out you know new music. Starving artist, been. right there. <laughs> I've been one. <laughs> if there's enough people out there that are interested in what you do in your music they are probably willing to invest in that because Uh, they care about you they love you they uh, like your what you're doing right oh yeah 100 percent. there are people all over this country that open their homes up to touring musicians with no money and give them somewhere to sleep give them food in their bellies gas for the road yeah all of the above and even at just that extra thousand dollars a month that gives you as a creator you know or a business owner whatever it may be the ability to pursue what you're passionate about create better content right and so again i think patreon you see mostly in the creative space again artists comedians podcasters uh, videographers a lot of podcasters uh, people that do like uh art like drawings and comics yeah Yeah, there is um that that kind of thing but there's there's no wrong in saying that this couldn't be used for a business either right right um so yeah patreon's cool it works in the very same way i'd say as kickstarter in the sense that you can kind of have tiers of um, subscription yeah, amounts, what, people, what yeah. they get, how much they pay and what they get in return. But the biggest difference is it's a subscription model, right? Like they pay every single month and in exchange right. for that, they expect to get X, Y, and Z. Yeah, there is on Kickstarter, it's kind of the one and done. Like we said, you get what you get for what you pay. But in the, um, in Patreon, there is this exclusivity to it to where it's a behind the scenes That's community. Right. It's a community. Yeah. You know? Like, you know, in a podcast, you know, I'll just kind of go back to that example. Like if this was a podcast and we were doing a Patreon, we might say, hey, when you're a Patreon member, you get access to two bonus episodes every month. There you go. Or you get access to a Ask Me Anything with the guests that we have on the show. Mm. Um, So there's a lot of great ways that you can kind of bring in your guests to participate in your private Patreon community as well. Right. And it also gives them another platform to speak on. Exactly. It's valuable to them as well, right? And to some extent, you're giving your guest in the podcast scenario. You're giving you get your guest an even more engaged platform to speak on because that's the top people. Yeah, those are the people spending money. They're the ones that are engaged. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, Patreon. Oh, we we actually use Patreon for one of our clients right yep. now. So Patreon's really cool. Um, another community mm-hmm. platform that we really really love, and I don't have a bunch of stuff written down about it, but you guys should definitely check out Circle. Um, oh yeah, Circle. Oh, it's basically. I wouldn't say it's structured to be the same way as any of the platforms we've talked about. Community or Circle yeah. is a community, online community platform to build a community of people that can talk with each other and kind of like a forum format. Right. It's so much more than yes, just Patreon's, Patreon's format. format. Yeah. But it does have the ability to monetize. You can say, exactly. hey, depending on how much you pay, you get access to different parts of this community. Right. Mm-hmm. So check out Circle. That's a great one. Another great place is. You know, another great place to raise money is business loan sites. And there's Absolutely. A, there's a lot of these, okay? If you know you're going to make money, there's not as much of a risk in yeah. taking out a loan. If that, you, that's if, right. If you know if it would take you $1,000, just to throw that number back out there again, to do XYZ, yep. and you need that 1000 bucks. well, if you float that loan and get it done now, as opposed to waiting months or months or never doing it... it yeah, that's a great point, man. Yeah. I feel like that's beyond just like not ever doing it. You know, people just like they spin their wheels, they spin their tires, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. trying to pursue something they're passionate about. And they just, it all, honestly, most people just need that spark. It's yeah. like, if, like you said, if you know, because you've got a solid plan in place that, okay, if I can do this, this, and this thing, and it's going to cost me $1,000, right. I'll generate $10,000, mm-hmm. then go get the loan. Yeah, because like, you're, you're going to have nine grand in your pocket. That's right. The yeah. ROI is there. And then you can continue to reinvest in yourself. Right. And then maybe your next challenge is that you need 20000 to make 100000 And then you pursue another loan. Exactly. Right. Or another funding source. So, you know, traditional approaches like business loans are not always a bad thing. I think a lot of people, right. I think especially entrepreneurs and new business owners, mm-hmm. that's scary. So I want to talk about that for a quick second. Yeah. We are, we occupy an office space here mm-hmm. and we rent it right now but we also had the option to buy it. Mm -hmm. And when I first kind of came into this space, I thought it would be cool to buy it, but I also thought it was unobtainable. I was like, oh Mm -hmm. no, this is expensive. We're talking about a 
you know, a nearly $400,000, yeah. you know, purchase. And I'm like, oh, we don't have enough money in the bank to do that kind of thing. And so, and also I'm thinking like, you know, I think most of the time you think banks and loans and you think like house buying, which is really, really intimidating. Yeah. Um, commercial loans. Yes. They're still extensive and there's still a lot of things that they want to make sure that is lined out. But I would say it's not nearly as painful as a home buying experience. Um, really they want, you know, for an established business, they're looking for, you know, proof of, you know, income and what your tax yeah. statements look like and how's your credit. And all that kind of takes a play into what kind of terms you're going to get, you know, yeah. the, the rates, the down, you know, down payments, the length of the loan, all that fun stuff. So, you know, right now we pursued our, our bank, um, actually Community Bank of Texas, who sponsors our other, our other podcast called The Beef. The Beef. The Beef. The Beef. Um, the beef. There yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so those guys have been really great to work with so far. And, you know, they're, they, you know, we're not finalized with anything, but I'm starting to realize that, oh, okay, like this isn't so far out of reach. All it took was me to go find out what it I, took. Can't, I want to speak to that for a second. How many times in life have I been intimidated of something that seemed like a huge task for me? And when I actually put foot on the staircase, so to speak, yep. and saw the staircase, uh, you know, the staircase I thought was 4,000 steps is really only 10. Yeah, I was like, why did I like why drag I... my feet for so long? And the other thing, once you're halfway up a mountain, you're halfway there. Yep. You know you what I mean? Might like, as well do it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Yeah, and I think that that's, for me, like now I just told myself in my head this morning, I was like, I wish I would have started this six months ago. Like, yeah, it's not as, now I'm having to like Ugh, rush. Yeah. If I would have just done it on the onset, it wouldn't have been that bad. Like, it's not hard. And so I think that that's the other big thing that most business owners struggle with is just the willingness to step outside of their comfort zone right. and go find out what it's going to take. Yeah. Do a quick Google search. You'll find that the, uh, the government, I don't know if we've actually got this on our list, but I don't, I don't know if it is or not. I think this kind of goes into this category about loan sites, but I think so. the government here in the US, if you're listening here, has got these great loans called you know, SBA loans, the mm -hmm. Small Business Administration. And when I say small business loans, that small business category is not just the businesses that are making you know, half a million a year. Those loans are huge. If you want to go buy a uh, franchise, I don't know, Dairy Queen, mm -hmm. you can seek a small business loan from the SBA to do that. Wow. Right? It helps, it, it helps cover capital. It helps cover uh, land. It helps cover you know, machinery and employees. It helps ca cover cash flow for the first two to three years. What, you know, there's a right. lot of terms depending on which SBA loan you go with. Right? I'm like, sure, yeah. I'm not being, you know, I'm not saying that this is the case for every one of them. And then all of them have a little bit different of terms, right? Like, Hey, on this one, you have to have this credit score. You can't. Mm -hmm. you, you only can borrow this amount of money. It takes a little longer, and you have to have a proof of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Where some of the other smaller SBA loans, which are backed by, a, they have a little bit more, um, I guess, uh, less risk involved because they're kind of they're using things like in your like. Let's say if you own a house, they might use your house as like leverage. I got you. So that you better pay your bills. What right? But those programs exist just like in college. You can go get financial aid. Like right, yeah. programs exist well, to help I'm, businesses cr be created. I'm glad you said that just like in college, because that's what I was thinking when you said that a second ago. You're going to go out to get your degree and get a loan. Mm -hmm. But if you already have a skill set that would, you know, prepare you to move into that field, I'm not negating the importance of an education and knowing what you're doing. Yep. But. I think there's a big emphasis on you have to have that to move forward. But to be a small business owner, you don't have to have that. Now, you do have to have some knowledge in areas, but yeah. you don't have to have that college degree. And if you were thinking about a loan for college or a small business loan, and maybe you could start the business, get some capital going, and then go to school. Yeah. You know? So there, I mean, there's a, your local bank, uh, like a, a, what is it, the credit union. Uh, your local bank, maybe your larger bank. They've also got these programs. All of those guys got loans. One of my favorite, uh, I guess, business financing companies that exists is a company called Fundbox. F-U-N-D-B-O-X. Oh. Yeah. Um, first of all, I've had a chance to talk to some of the people on their team and they're top-notch, mm -hmm. nice folks. But we've actually used Fundbox for a long time. Now, when I used to use Fundbox way back in the day, it kind of had one main purpose. It is much bigger than that now. Now they've got lines of credit, term loans, um, you know, with kind of different payment options. But one of the things that we used 
was mm-hmm. Fundbox actually integrated with QuickBooks. And I think they probably still do. I know they, they integrate with FreshBooks, which is another right, software yeah. we use. But let's say this. Let's say that you're a small business like Beefy Marketing, mm-hmm. and you've got you know four quotes out, four, or four invoices out for different jobs. Maybe two logos, or, you know, t-shirt order, whatever. Right. And let's say that I've got a payroll coming up, and I don't have enough money in the bank. Okay. But I'm waiting for you, John, to pay yeah. this invoice so I can't pay my, my, pay my employees. Yeah. The great uh, thing about Funbox is it, they'll actually advance mm-hmm. that, inv- that invoice. Yeah. They'll actually pay it for me. Uh-huh. And then what I can do is I can either pay it back on a weekly term okay. and they automatically just debit the money little by little every week from my, I got you, from my yeah. bank account. So I'm not like out one chunk of cash all at once, right, which yeah. allows me to continue to pay my payroll. Well, and other operational expenses. Cash right? flow is one of the biggest reasons why companies go under. A hundred percent. It is. And this could have been oh, a lifesaver for me back in the day a and few it, times. Dude, and man. it was for me, man. Yeah. Like I can't tell you how many times where we were like, how are we going to run payroll? And Fundbox is how we did it. Yeah. One of the clients who had longer terms, Yeah. you know, we basically just said, well, we're going to get them to fund that invoice. Mm-hmm. We'll pay little by little each week. But then what's cool about it is as soon as your client goes and pays their invoice, mm-hmm. you can go pay early without any penalties, right? Okay. And now I'm all caught up again. That's awesome. Right? So, so it's like, it's kind of like saying, hey, John, no I'm going to let you, I'm going to, no, no, yeah. yeah, I'm going to just let you borrow this money for mm-hmm. the next few months. I'm going to charge you a small interest fee on it. Right. Because, yeah, I'm letting you have this money. I'll actually get something for it. Well, but, yeah. but if you can pay it back early, hey, no problem. Yeah. We're done. We, you, you, you paid me what I, what are you supposed to? You gave me my money back. Yeah. I can use that money somewhere else, right? We're all good, yeah. So Fundbox is a great platform if you're looking for, I mean, again, it's much bigger than what I used it for back yeah. in the day. They, again, with line of credits and their term loans, mm-hmm. there's a lot you can do that. I mean, I think they've got up to $150,000 that you can kind of get pretty quickly, Yeah. which for a lot of businesses, that's a big deal. That's a lot of money. You know, yeah. that might be six months of ops. That yeah. might be a brand new machine you need to like I make- mean, you know, make more money. Let's say a, a piece of uh, restaurant equipment goes. Yeah, out. and you need that's that's important, right? Yeah, like a walk-in or something. Yeah, something dude. Expensive. If that yeah. thing goes out and you don't have the cash in the bank, that could stop it your could, business. A hundred percent. Because without a walk-in in a restaurant, you you're not cook. a restaurant. Yeah, I mean, you're cooking fresh daily. That's I guess. right. Exactly. <laughs> Bringing in everything, you know, yeah. because I'm sure that the health department's not going to allow that. Yeah, they're going to be real you know? about that. They're going to so, red tag that bad boy. <laughs> you know, the, and what's cool about sites such as Funbox is they've taken that traditional approach to getting business loans and they've modernized right. it through kind of these app-based application processes. So it doesn't feel as, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Banky? Yeah, banky. <laughs> Probably not uh, the word, but that's a good one. Red tape, bureaucratic? Intimidating. intimidating. Yeah, you're intimidating. Using, you're using a lot go. of good words yeah. for banks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, intimidating, right? It takes some of that part out. It's just like, oh, this feels fami- familiar, right? I got you. Well, it, using an app, it, it kind of plays into something in our, in our brain. The you know? psych, yeah. yeah. And, you know, I think, too, it's really well geared towards the new, like, modern business owners. Right. Like, we are so familiar with doing everything from our devices. Right. When you tell me I have to go down to the bank, Give them four years of tax returns. Give them some spreadsheet that's got all my financials on it. I gotta physically do something. That is overwhelming. Yeah. Like, can you not just integrate with my bank and look at my last? Can I just put my social security in? You just pull the last three years of the. Right. I don't want to have to do that. Yeah. And that's what's great about these modern platforms is they've kind of they've streamlined some of those processes. Yeah. They've created technology to make the job easier. So yeah. If you don't think that going to a traditional bank to request a loan is how you want to you know spend your week your time, then mm-hmm. these kind of websites, you know, like Fundbox, I think are incredible. Absolutely. Next way you can raise money, family, family and friends. friends. <laughs> um, you should definitely listen to our brand advocacy episode if you haven't already, because we talk a lot about this. Yeah. How your um, family and friends are one of your closest assets you got. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, <laughs> I've got written here, don't neglect the people and relationships that you've cultivated for most of your life. Yeah. Like your family and friends. Your family and friends. Uh, right? These are the people <laughs> that you know are always going to be there for you. They're going to support you. They're an invaluable resource for you. And as you start your business, and not just in the you know, strictly financial sense, these people are going to be there to support you. Yeah. Right? 
but you know it can feel awkward trying to walk up to every family member and yeah. like you true, feel like true, you're selling true. candy and band or something i am, like, i like buying candy yeah. from the kids in band oh yeah me too i still do but but that's a great point you got to step outside of that comfort if you want to grow at all I think that mm-hmm. I think that kids and parents in school don't take the opportunity when fundraising projects like that happen yeah. to really understand how important of a life lesson that that is. To I don't even think to, I've ever thought about it until right now. Until right now, I know. As you said that, I was like, yeah, to be able to ask someone effectively for something, it, it is a skill. And I feel like there's a lot yeah. of parents, I mean, I know several, and I'm not going to point any fingers, but mm-hmm. I know several parents that do all the work for their kids and it's kind of robbing them the helicopter parent yeah it's like yeah and i honestly to some extent like i get it like if my kid has to sell blah 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 to, to go on a trip it's like well i got a lot of people that'll spend money i'll just give it to them i mean yeah i mean my mom took my thing up to work yeah it's so like i like you that, know i'm not saying it's a bad thing but at the same time I will, like i was you? also told to go walk around that's right mm-hmm. bring your kid to work say hey i there's a whole room of people here that would like to support you but if you want them to support you, it's up to you to ask. Yeah. Because that life lesson, mm-hmm. dude, I, I tried to sell the most random shit when I was a kid. Oh, I man. think I you shared the story. talked about it before. Yeah, yeah, I tried to sell a rock. Yeah. I thought I could boil crawfish with a match. Oh, right. Dude, I didn't know it. I was I sold candy bars from the, the, the trailer house jungle gym, bro. Just side <laughs> note, did you get the crawfish out of the ditch? I did, bro. Dude, I did the almost exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, no joke, bro. Yeah. We, we uh we <laughs> do you know uh do you know the muffin man yes um uh the city economic development guy in waller his name is john and uh he had a, oh yeah 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 he had a house in town yeah and i'm pretty sure that we had gotten a bunch of fat crawfish out of our ditches yeah and i think i went to his house and was like trying to beg for a lighter and he's like what do you need a lighter for and i was like i'm trying to cook some crawfish <laughs> I didn't know what, how you cook crawfish. I got a Dr. Pepper can to rip the top of a <laughs> made a pot. Made a little single craw pot. Single craw pot. <laughs> it's a snacker. That right there sounds like a great business invention. A, it, a, it a single craw pot. You know? it, it does, actually. <laughs> a little baby crawfish the logo pot. is just like... We could sell them as decoration. All right, no one's still that idea. Please. We're doing it. Patent pending, Christmas yeah. tree ornament. It's just one crawfish hanging out of a yeah. pot. <laughs> like, there you go. Just chilling. There we go. Um... I got off on a tangent there. I know. I kind of started it. My bad. <laughs> but you're right. I mean, I think that there are, it, it can be awkward to ask for that. But the lesson yeah. in the thing that these kids are doing, when some kid comes up to me and says, do you want to buy chocolate-covered almonds or mm-hmm. do you want to buy a pack of bacon from the FFA? Yeah. I'm probably going to say yes. Because the kid is asking. That's right. Because and they, I want to teach them that. That's right. Yeah. And so I think that you got to kind of treat the people that you're reaching out to in your family and friend circle as... You would any other investor. Be yeah. professional. You know, present yourself in a way that comes off trustworthy, right? Like, well, you don't want to come off like somebody who's just bumming for money, right? Exactly. And that's exactly what I was about to say. You don't want to come off as someone who's just begging for money. You want to come off as somebody who has a plan. I'm doing this either way. If you want to help me, I would so appreciate that. And it would help me out so much. But I am doing this, and this is what I'm doing, and it was lovely talking to you, especially with your family. Why not just catch them up on what you're doing? Yeah. I mean, dude, I can get my family pumped about ideas. My brother always gives me a hard time, though. He's like, like, you have so many ideas. And I'm like, yeah, Yeah. that's true. Um, But you're right. I mean, you've got to come with a plan. Yeah. Because, you know. Without the plan, we're still in dream. That's right. Instead of goal. I was pretty vulnerable as a, a, I mean, you know me, I've taken risks pretty early on you and yeah. i had the recording studio and mm-hmm. whatever but i remember one of my first ever business meetings was with an uh an, a wealthy investor you might remember mm-hmm. kind of vaguely this because remember we were going to do the recording studio birthday parties yes we did one that's right we did one yeah okay so i'd come up with a business plan all about that right i remember that but yeah. it was expensive like it was a it lot was... of money because mm-hmm. to do it right you had to build this state-of-the-art facility right and so that was my ever first like real time coming together with a business mm-hmm. plan and presenting it and although I, it didn't yeah. go according to plan it, yeah. it kind of got me out of my comfort zone to say okay like you're yeah. gonna sometimes you're gonna come up to bat and you're gonna hit it and sometimes you're not. Sometimes you strike out. But that doesn't mean you don't keep pursuing it. Doesn't and mean it that, doesn't you know? mean you don't go back to bat. That's right. Whether you can walk 
or run or crawl. You do whatever that one thing is you can do and yep. you do it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that my brother called me out about this the other day. Yeah. We were because I was giving him more of my business ideas and I was like, Yeah, I've just just had a little bit more yeah, money. Here's some more. Yeah. If I just had a little bit more money, I could make that happen. And he's like, Bro, he's like, I can't believe you keep saying that. He's because like, any of the people I know, he's like, you could go get money if you, you wanted it. You could make it happen, yeah. You know, and I was like, damn it, you're right. Like, mm -hmm. if, if I really did want help, mm -hmm. I, yeah, it might take me a couple of at-bats. Yeah. Or maybe it would take a couple gut checks to realize that, hey, maybe it's not the best business idea back to that old episode. Right. Like, maybe there's a reason why people are saying, right. I'm not willing to give you a million dollars for this idea, mm -hmm. right? Just because you have a business plan doesn't mean it's a good business plan, <laughs> right? <laughs> Just... <laughs> Just, Say that again for right. the people in the back. <laughs> right. Just because you have it doesn't mean it's gold, right? Yeah. So it's like, that's important to know. You're not always going to get yeses. And maybe that's not an opportunity to say, well, it never works. It never works. Right. No. Take some time to evaluate. Why did they say no? Maybe ask them that. Right. Dude, so we've, we've talked about this before. Yeah. We've lost clients and asked them later, mm -hmm. why didn't you go with us? Yeah. And they've told us and we've learned and we've changed mm -hmm. to, to, to avoid that mistake in the future. Right. right? I mean... If they've already told you no, what's wrong with, I mean, what's the worst that can happen if you ask, do you mind if I ask why? Yeah. Let them I'm, tell you. I'm just curious. You know, and they, might, and they might say, hey, you know, that's just a risk that I'm not willing to take. Yeah. Or maybe they're going to say, you know, there's some holes in the plan. If you can come back with this and this, maybe I'll reconsider. Or Because that yeah. can give you your yes with the next guy or possibly even that guy. That's or, right. You know? Because that person might be just trying to figure out how, mm -hmm. how, how much does it really mean to you? If the moment he says no, you're just like, you tuck your tail and you walk like, off. Yeah. Okay. I guess he, I guess the first moment you were yeah. faced with adversity, you didn't know what to do about it. Right. Why don't you ask? Man, I didn't even think about using that tactic as an investor, but yeah. I think I am from now on. Yeah. I mean, like, like, why not question it? Uh, always say no. Yeah. The first time and make them tell you why. Why should I, why should yeah. I really, if you're not, if you're not confident enough, that's the reason why I wasn't willing to give you the money. Yeah, no, for sure. I, because I think I'm trusting I've, you. I'm trusting you to, to make sure that you make, protect my investment. Right. You're going to bring me back at least what I gave you, right? That's right. And if you don't have enough, tough enough skin to just even have feedback in this moment, then how are you going to make it out How are you going to manage a million dollars I give you? Because the only easy day was yesterday. That's right. right. Ooh, we getting preachy getting on up there, in man. here, bro. I'm sorry. I'm feeling philosophical. Me too, with man. I like, started out with all them MLK quotes, uh, and it got me like pumped. You know, and you might have willing and ready investors, but the only way you're ever going to know is if you make the effort to ask them to partner with you as an investor, okay. investor right? I have a little scenario for this right all here. All right, drop it. So I asked this guy one time, uh, he goes, do you want a cookie? We were at a, we were working an event and they had at a hotel and they had the snack tray set up and they told us we could eat cookies. And no one was hungry, but everyone ate a cookie. And I was, I kind of proposed the question, why did you take the cookie? Because it was there. Mm. Because it was offered to me. And how many times in marketing is that so true? Why'd you buy that? I don't know. I saw the ad. Why'd you buy that? Look cool. Yep. It was there. Why did you get that brand? Well, it was the only one they had at that store. Mm, mm. It was there. It, uh, they asked. Yep. Exactly you don't know right. if you don't ask. That's right. Just like the Apple story we've shared before, right? Exactly. Yeah. Look, if you're needing to raise capital for your business, you don't even have to look at traditional means of investing, right? Like we've, no. we've, we've shared a bunch of those, right? We've, sh we've shared some creative ones. We've shared traditional. We've talked about investors. There's even websites called uh, Angel Investors. You guys should right, look that term yeah. up. That's where people kind of silently invest in you as a collaborative. Right. Um, there's a lot of investment options out there, but there's another way you can do it. If you already have an established business, maybe instead of looking for traditional means of investing, maybe dig from the community of customers you've already got. That email list you got. They've already, they already believe in you. They mm -hmm. already believe in what you're doing, and hopefully you've already proved to them why they should support your growth. And if you could explain what we're trying to do and how we're trying to grow to them, they may be 100% all in to support you. And you can even find creative ways to ask them for money. I'll, I'll give you a great example here. Mm -hmm. I've learned that, let's say at the middle of the year, here we are, September, uh, not really. In, yeah, I was going to say, hold in, on, in, wait, It's what? January. <laughs> here, I'm just setting the picture. Here okay. we are, September. Um, Sorry, I got you know, yeah. <laughs> it took you literally. And I, know, I know. I went down a rabbit hole. Like, wait a second. Wait, what? Uh, September. Oh God, it's gotten away from us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the uh, it's September, 
All right. It's September 3rd. It's my birthday. I'm 33. I like it. And we decide that in order for us to level up the business, we need to buy our first ever eight head automatic screen printing machine to grow our print side of the business. All right. And this machine is going to cost us $100,000. Right. We don't have $100,000 in the bank. That's okay. What are we going to do about it? We can go get a loan, blah, 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 all these things. Mm -hmm. But what if, what if I have, at least in the way our business is structured, all of our clients pay us on a monthly basis? Yeah. Okay. I like where you're going with that. I have, I have actually done this, called some of my bigger retainer clients up and said, hey, would you be open to paying me your, your monthly retainer for a one year advance? Pay me the whole annual contract amount. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'll give you a 10 to 15% discount. And they've said, yeah, why not? That saves us 15% for the year. We've got the cash in the bank. No problem. Yeah. And what that does for me is gives me a pretty big cash influx to yeah. my cash flow. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I lose a little bit on the monthly, but that does, that's not bad. I can handle well, the, you, I can handle my you monthly. You have it technically. Right? Yeah. I just need, I just need the big cash right now mm-hmm. to make that big purchase. And look, that didn't, my interest rate was the amount of money that I gave him as a discount you for, kinda, for doing that for me. But what did it do is it built stronger loyalty between me and my customer because... You were able to give them a discount. Our, that's right. And they know, oh, well, we're also helping his business grow. Absolutely, right. we'd like to help him do that. Well, symbiotic relationships are just mm-hmm. awesome. They, yep. they exist in nature because they work. I think just all the things we talked about, the, the, the central to the success of any of these approaches yeah, are the enthusiasm, absolutely care, and the confidence that you have in your business. Absolutely. If you're going to people and asking for money, like, hey, I've got a little podcasting thing. What's this thing? It's just this is a little deal. I don't know. We get a few plays. That's it. I mean, like it. Give me money. Mumble buddy. <laughs> or, or I am one of the Apple top producing podcast producers, and we have four, five, five six, Six, seven podcasts that we, we produce. produce. Yeah. Yeah. And look, we've done that. Yeah. We've had conversations with, with businesses about supporting not only our shows, but shows for our clients. And when you come to it with a level of confidence, but more than just confidence, you know, there's yeah. a lot of false confidence out there. Yes. Right. And there's, a lot of, and there's a lot of false, you know, I don't even know what you would call it. False success. You know, these people that take photos in front of jets and you know, they don't own jet. Oh, right? Like, I got you. Or a Lambo. It's Instagram like, rich. Yeah, it's like, dude, yeah. come on. You know, like that picture just made me know for sure that you're unsuccessful. Right. Right. Great. How much did you pay for that photo? Um, <laughs> like that, that bugs me. Anyways, you know, I think that more than just that, in, that, that confidence, you truly have to have the care, right? In yes. our case with this podcast, there's no way that we'd be ranting and carrying on like we are right now if we weren't passionate about helping business owners be successful. Yeah. No, we care. Right? Yeah, we I, care because I you and I you have been there. Exactly. We are we're that. there. We care. You know? Yeah. You know, like this, we're not some, you know, multi-billion dollar marketing agency trying to sell, you know, yeah. retainers. We're a small right. six or seven member team yeah. that has a small office in a local town and that understands big marketing yeah. and has big vision, right? Yeah. That wants to grow. Mm-hmm. And so we're passionate about not only what we're doing internally but also what we're doing for our customers, which right. is the whole damn reason we're doing this podcast. Exactly. It's to show people that, hey, no matter where you're at in your journey. No matter what. Right? goes back to that quote in the beginning. Whether you can run, walk, crawl, scoot, <laughs> slide. Scoot, slide, <laughs> hop on one leg, whatever right? it takes. Whatever Get it there. takes, just keep moving, you keep, know? Yeah. Um, it all comes down to the right approach. Let's give them a business growth hack, John. One billion. 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 I hit the wrong button. <laughs> you got so excited. You hit the billion button. I did. I'll always take the billion button. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, listen. Don't be afraid to ask for the sale. Don't be afraid to ask for money. No. It's scary. I get it. Yeah. And we kind of went into it earlier a little bit. We but did. Seriously. I would say for the, the adults and parents out there, yeah. when your kids have an opportunity to raise money, don't let them miss out on that opportunity. Right. It is a lesson that they will learn as a kid. It will affect them the rest the of their rest their lives. The rest of their lives, right? Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you can't support them, help them, be no. there with them, but they should be the ones asking because it is something yeah. that if they can figure out now as a kid, they're going to be successful in their adults. And to the adults, 
if you need to ask for money, yeah, just do it. Just do it. Don't oh. be like, don't be afraid. No, I, I've actually created a business course. This is gonna be my pitch for today's oh. today's uh, episode. I created a business course. I gotta make sure the thing is live in time. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll be, I can't I'll be cre- announcing. I'll be creating awesome. a business course over the weekend. Actually, <laughs> I created this business course a long time ago, and I took it down um, because I at the time was like, hey, I'm not gonna promote this. I'm just gonna kind of keep it hidden. And maybe it's time to kind of bring it out of retirement. I think so. Um, I can probably do it over the weekend. I've really made myself a real dumb time commitment. If you need some help, I got you. Worst case scenario, if it's not in the link, maybe by the time you're listening to this episode, it will be in the link. It will be. But the business course, the reason why I wanted to bring that up is because the first lesson in the business course is asking a stranger for a dollar. Just one dollar. That's so awesome. And the reason why is because the part about asking for money, yeah. it's not asking for a certain amount no, of money. It's, it's just getting out of your comfort zone and asking in the first place. Right. Right? Because I bet you you're just as afraid to ask for $50 as you are for $50,000. Yeah. If you've never stepped out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. if you've never uh, really been passionate enough or cared enough or had enough enthusiasm to take the risk, yeah. then you've never been in that position. Right. So so be willing. I'd say and that the, the worst that can yeah. happen is they tell you no. That's right. And so right now, no. All right. Move on. Go ask somebody for money. Yeah. But there again, it goes back <laughs> to our conversation earlier. Why did you say no? Why aren't you willing to give me that dollar? Yeah. What did they did they see that you wanted that dollar because you were wanting to learn a lesson bad enough? Right. To be successful in the future? Or more importantly, mm-hmm. the lesson in that is to not be afraid of rejection. Yeah. Right? Rejection, I'd say, affects a lot of business owners. It does. It, it keeps them from taking that first step onto the staircase. Yep. I'm going to leave you with one more little business growth hack. Hell yeah. The software. One of my favorite tools online, Live Plan. You guys should check that one out. That is okay. an online business plan Here, builder. Me... You can pull it up on the screen for our YouTube, for our YouTube viewers. Audience. Um, but Live Plan is a really, really cool software that helps you create a, a business plan. It's intuitive. If you've never created a business plan and you're looking at a blank page in you know, Microsoft Word, it can feel very overwhelming and you don't know where to start. Live Plan makes it really easy to kind of step-by-step put in the things that you need to think about, you know, from an overview and what you're trying to accomplish and what your budget goals are and what your potential projections of how much will we grow year over year. And it kind of walks you through it, that step-by-step yeah. you know, like technology approach where you can then take that plan and passion and enthusiasm, care and confidence to the person that you're asking for money. And they're going to see that you're serious about it because not only have you invested in yourself, but you also were willing to step out of your comfort zone. John, damn, this was a good episode. It was. This was a great day, man. So, uh, you know, to all of you guys out there, dare to dream, keep on moving forward. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Business Growth Hacks podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you never miss an episode. To get more marketing tips and tricks, follow Beefy Marketing on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Beefy Marketing. And to take your business to the next level, check out our website at www.beefymarketing.com.